Brian King. You're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian King. I say, I say, you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hey, I'm Trivi Trollope, and you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hi, this is Nikki Tina, and you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian. Folks, this is Dr. Brian King, and uh, I'm here in Branson, Missouri, uh, on the road, of course, with always, or as, as not not always, because you're not with me in every no. podcast, <laughs> but as usual, uh, I'm here with my co-host, the lovely Sarah Pollinger. That I that I am yes. That's the lovely your, Sarah. I, I like lovely. that. The lovely. Yeah, I, you I, are lovely. How, how well, you know that's such a radio thing to say. The lovely because they can't see you. Uh, the exquisite. Yeah. Well, I hope you like my voice anyway. The beautitious Sarah America's Bollinger. only female unicorn. <laughs> right. It's the radio. Nobody's. That's right. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. We're here in Branson, Missouri, uh, and and Sarah and I first came to Branson uh, for the first time last March. Uh, uh, as most people are aware, it's a it's an entertainment mecca, but it skews towards a certain type of entertainment, and uh, it, I guess it's more like country or uh, family oriented. It's kind of like yeah. kind of like Nashville, but without the the drugs. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, or yeah. It's only that, yeah. uh, or maybe I don't know. Or it's like Vegas without the casinos. Uh, yeah, without the topless shows. Yeah, if if Vegas was uh, was populated by Mormons, uh, but the right. uh, <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> we we have Mormons. <laughs> we have Mormons here. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, and we're here. Our, our guest in this uh, this episode is a local uh, resident here in Branson, Missouri. Uh, also, not only a uh, resident, but also entertainer, show producer, performer, etc. Comedian. Uh, I don't know how uh, what you exactly would classify yourself as. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you do that. But this is Shannon yeah. Thomason, everybody. Yeah, it's good to be here. And uh, I was really happy to get your call and and say or your message and say you were mm-hmm. going to be in town. And uh, I love hanging out with you. And I. I remember hanging out with you after the show the last time you guys were through town and had a ball and I like keeping up with you on Facebook and checking everything out and yeah. pictures of the lovely Sarah. <laughs> the so, beautitious uh, Sarah. Yeah. Beautitious Sarah. Yeah, no, it's, it's as we, we met you uh, uh, just sort of randomly uh, yeah. last year. Well, uh, yeah. but we went to your show. You came to right. the show right. and I didn't know you beforehand mm-hmm. Right. and uh, we started talking after the show. Uh, let me just, what, what show, well, your show is called yeah. what? Uh, I'm in the Comedy Jamboree at Grand Country Music Hall, and they can check out information about that at grandcountry.com. And we are a resort, and mm-hmm. we are the first and only all-inclusive resort because we have water park, we have a fun spot that has mm-hmm. an arcade, we have indoor go-kart track going in. Uh, indoor laser tag and mm-hmm. outdoor mini golf, indoor mini golf, pizza places, buffets, <laughs> and a theater. And like it, we do shows all day. When people, when I tell people that Branson is Vegas without casinos, it really is. It I mean, is. Like what you just described is it's, like the Mandalay Bay it without is. games. <laughs> without uh, games. You know? And it is uh, circus, circus without, because we have the theater, we have the show. And I also, I'm in the Comedy Jamboree, but also host the Amazing Pet Show. Mm-hmm. And that show is a big time circus pet act. But on our stage, yeah, and then yeah. I am uh, the comedy relief, and I do the hosting and stall while the pets are nice. changing and getting ready for the next act, and 
That's everything. Thanks. But only a train would come through town <laughs> during a podcast. That's right. It never comes through. It's like, the, the one train that passes yeah. through Branson. If we were every outside, day. every plane would fly over it's our head. It's part of the comedic effect. It really is. It is. It's the irony of it's, the. Uh, we're we're, we're in the back place. room of a restaurant called Big Whiskey. Uh, oh, and, Big Whiskeys. And we were Ooh, uh, we were promised uh, the quiet little room. And as we go back here, <laughs> yeah. it's been nothing but distractions. Yeah, <laughs> and it was quieter with all the noise up front. <laughs> Probably would have been. Uh, but it's a great restaurant. Uh, Brad Pitt is somehow involved, and I hate to yeah. say he's the owner, but I think he's an owner of the chain. And they have them in Springfield. They have them here, and I think they're putting them in all over the country. He's but a uh, so he's, he's got a connection to this part of the country. Right? He's, he's actually a, from the area up in the Springfield area, wow. and uh, he's uh, his brother looks a lot like him. Okay. Yeah. He's from up there in Springfield, and you see him quite a bit at different functions, celebrity functions. But wow. uh, Brad's in and out, I think. But we only hear about it after the fact. Sure. You know, like oh, he was in town for right, something. Right, right. And, but uh, it's or kind of Brad our connection sightings. to history, you know, or uh, history, or what is it? Celebrity, I guess. History and celebrity. Celebrity history, yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, your show, Comedy Jamboree, uh, it, 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 I, we both loved it. You know, we, we did. Yeah. We, uh, we we were in town. We're like, you know, it's our first time at Branson. Let's let's try to take in some Branson, you know. And and uh, being a, com- a comic, you know, I said, well, let's can we go to this comedy show? And you know, so yeah. uh, the one thing I really thought was fun about your show, and I appreciate this, you know. Now, as a comedian, you know, I, I appreciate all sorts of different types of comedy. As a performer, uh, you know, my style uh, is, is you know, I, I use foul language, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm not dirty or anything. But one thing I really liked about you guys' show is that it was legitimately funny, uh, and, but also kind of wholesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the kind of show that I could take, like, my 8-year-old and my 90-year-old grandmother, you know, uh, to the same show yep. and, uh, and wouldn't ever worry about the content or and they would and not only worry about the content but also that they would both have a really good time and so would i because it's just like it's a very entertaining type i agree of, and yet there is something there for the adults you know these little innuendos that mm-hmm. the adults would pick up on but maybe not necessarily the kids and, yeah yeah like the only thing i could I, the only thing i could compare it to that i've had experience with otherwise would be like hee-haw Yep. Uh, you know, uh, I could see that. It's a country kind of a sketch. There's music. There's great music, and we have great singer dancers, Gigi and Tiffany and Matt, and they do a great job. But then when we go into the comedy, it's sketch. And you're right. There is something that we're pitching, uh, whether intentionally or inadvertently, but it's definitely for the parents or the yeah. adults. And then there's stuff for the kids because mm-hmm. we get silly. And mm-hmm. we get fun, and they like silly. Kids like yeah. silly. Adults like silly. I think we try. It's a hard game to play because we don't get to play with every tool in our mm-hmm. toolbox as you do out on the road. Right. If you need to, because uh, I do believe language is a strong tool when you need to get somebody's attention or mm-hmm. to get them focused on something, you can use certain words, but we have to throw certain words away right. and we have to concentrate on what would we tell around our kids or what would we tell right. at right, church yeah. maybe. I don't know how that analogy works because some people's churches... I like to I like to mention though that like given those <laughs> confines and given uh, and restraints, it's like it's legitimately entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's because I think there's... Um, uh, when, and I'm mentioning this specifically
especially for anybody who might might be listening. I think there's a bias against that form of entertainment, and uh, and of course Branson is the butt of jokes. Uh, yeah. You know, for a lot. Uh, you know, you were talking yeah. about a movie earlier mm-hmm. uh, where they you know, Branson sort of made fun of Branson. Yeah, league of their she's out of your league. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And uh, and I just don't I, I honestly don't think that's deserved because uh, you know it's it's something that's legitimately entertaining as well as uh, and it's you know, an art form on its own. To yeah, to do appeals that. to everybody. You know, yeah. it's like country vaudeville, if you will. It is. Yeah. It's fun. We get. I mean, we have legitimate. Uh, I'd say. I mean, you're a legitimate comedian. I mean, we're all in this business in one form or the other, and we're all legitimate. But I would say, like, as far as a touring comedian, I look up mm-hmm. to you because. You go out there, you don't know. Like, we prep our audience. Like, from the time they buy their ticket, they're in this environment of, like, you're here to have a good time and you're here to have a show. Whereas you go out to a comedy club, and I've been in the comedy club, you don't know what you're getting because these people had a bad day or, you know, they didn't get the right drink order or whatever's (laughs) going on. You have to turn that room around. And some of that goes on in our show. We have to take them from this hey this is what you thought you were going to have to exactly what we're going to give you and we have to spin them that way but i really look up to like the touring guys because they're in a different city every night and it's not the same crowd or the same environment or uh we try to attract almost a similar clientele like uh we have different races and creeds and cultures, mm-hmm. but they all tend to, hey, I'm going to like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Branson. Or that looks right. appealing to me. Whereas in Detroit doing a comedy show or if you're in St. Louis, it's a different yeah. uh, different people in there. Do you ever get, uh, like, I mean, I know it's a stage performance, but uh, it's a different vibe. But do you ever get heckled and things like that? Oh, Is yeah. That, really? We get yeah. people that came in. We've had people come in, and they just think from the moment they're in there that it's their job to add to the show. Uh-huh. And uh, they think they're helping. So we try not to be as cutthroat as you would be out in a club where mm-hmm. I've known comedians that they absolutely cut the legs out from under them first thing. They wait. They don't, They don't. you know, a lot of times they go, oh, okay, buddy, thanks, man. But after that, it's uh-huh. they, they, they cut them down. And we kind of do that. We're a little nice to them. And we're a little more hesitant to... We have uh, to probably roll with the punches a little bit more and turn it into something and then kind of get them back on And that usually helps. If we can spin it and then put the spotlight on them and then they're a little uncomfortable and everybody laughs. And even they laugh, you know, but they're... Everybody's part of it. He got his little moment, and now we can move on. I, then, you know, I couldn't think of anything that would. My, oh, what's that? Motorcycle. Well, I forgot to tell you, it's the Drag Race Nationals here. I at, couldn't think uh, of anything that would be more uh, potentially damaging to my show than being heckled by like a, a spoiled eight-year-old at a birthday party. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, a, like having like the it's like it's my birthday and they took me to can- comedy jamboree and you know. Oh, no, I, that would be so tough. <laughs> and yeah, would... you were the child who gave away all the tricks the magician was doing. Oh, <laughs> you, you did that at the magic show? <laughs> yeah, like oh. cards in his pocket. That was me. Oh, <laughs> no. You were the parrot in that joke. That <laughs> yeah, was terrible. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you get started in all this? I grew up being silly. Everything that I got in trouble for at church or at school, now I get paid to do. So mm-hmm. uh, you kind of have a, a knack for 
entertaining your class or being that sure. kid that acts out or involved with plays. My parents were involved with plays, but they all had regular jobs. My dad managed a cotton warehouse mm-hmm. and my mom was a bookkeeper for mm-hmm. a furniture store. And But they performed, they sang at church in the choir. And then most of that choir group was part of what they call the Richland Players. In Louisiana, we have parishes instead of counties. Mm-hmm. So right. it was the Richland Parish mm-hmm. Players and they put on plays, musicals, mm-hmm. comedies, whatever, a couple of times a year. And so I was around that environment. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of characters, uh, like lawyers and judges and uh, different, you know, what I would call big wigs in the community yeah. that are really colorful people. And so being around those people, they encourage that kind of behavior. So uh, I grew up with that, got married, came up here mm-hmm. on vacation ever since I was a little kid. And I always thought it'd be fun and ended up going to auditions and getting a job and Mm -hmm. I work for a magic show which is ironic you gave away all the tricks I started with I try not to do that anymore (laughs) a guy that who ended up being a great is a great friend of mine now uh, Mm -hmm. Jeremy McGraw he's a photographer now but he was the production manager for Mm -hmm. a magic show in town way back in the day 2000 I think is when I came up and I interviewed with him and he's like I like your attitude I like I didn't know anything about magic but I was Uh like look I grew up on a farm you tell me what that thing's supposed to do Uh and I'll make it do that like he asked (laughs) if I could fix illusions so that got me my foot in the door in Branson and Uh then I had auditioned for uh, Silver Dollar City a year previous and didn't get a job but I auditioned for them now that I had moved up here and got a job with them, and I performed in a saloon show at a theme park, and it was very much like, uh, it's called the Silver Dollar Saloon, but you would probably remember Disney's uh, Diamond Horseshoe Review, yep. mm-hmm. the little saloon show they yeah, had, yeah, yeah. and it's it's a little, I think a little better, not to brag on us, but I think it was better than Disney's. It was a lot more personable uh-huh. with the audience, mm-hmm. and uh, that taught me there were no walls in theater. Mm-hmm. Like in theater, you always have that fourth wall, and you right. don't break it. Well. In that show, there were no walls. It was everything's fair game. If this person says something, mm-hmm. you got to roll with that. And it wow. was very much improv right. with a skeleton uh-huh. because you had what you were supposed to say. Right. But if somebody goes out um, and says something crazy, then you roll with that and you sure. go with what the audience. So you audience, have your tools and then you work from them. And you work from see that. See inspires you. And, and my bosses there went to Grand Country, Mike Patrick and Andy mm-hmm. Holloway. And when they went to Grand Country, they started moving some of us over there with them. Mm-hmm. And they moved me in 06. I went to work with them full time and filled in with some of the shows but mainly doing video work yeah but it was filling in and then they were like started using me more and more and wow. then i became full-time comedy and full-time video wow so That's awesome. it's been it's been great it's yeah. been a blessing living here and doing what you love and mm-hmm. supporting your family and yeah. not See, now that's that's the part where, as you, know, you say, you're, you're envious of the touring comedian. That's the yeah. part where I'm envious of you. Yeah. Because you've got a solid, you know, you've managed to get a, a solid job out of, like, your full-time job yeah. is making people laugh. And you don't have to tour, you know, to, you know you're know, you not on the road, you're just every day, these shows. That's incredible, you know, yeah. and uh, very few people can, can, can achieve something like that. Uh, well, even here in Branson, don't we, don't, I know a lot of things, we're in off-season currently, right, where yeah. a lot of things are closed there's a lot of entertainers who kind of come and go depending on the season right mm-hmm. there is, especially right now I was talking earlier I know before we started the broadcast mm-hmm. uh, Christopher James is a good friend of mine he's the host and he's an MC and a comedian and a magic mm-hmm. a magician a magic magician yeah. which is really really <laughs> wow. hard to do that's and awesome. I hope he hears 
of this because uh, I, I don't know if I would ever good. see the card in his pocket. Yeah, he's a very magical magician, but uh, great guy and just very very funny. But they're off. The showboat Branson uh-huh. Bell closes down for a few months, so he uh-huh. goes on the cruise ship. He goes from a small boat to a large boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, something about boats with him. But uh, he gets on there and he performs for I think times. seven or eight weeks. At the Titanic Museum. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would be. Now that might be a bit. Well, we might yeah, have to yeah. work that bit. Something. Uh, but it's good just to get around and yeah. uh, a lot of them go on the road. Uh-huh. Uh, we have several musicians that go on the road, but Grand Country we're blessed because mm-hmm. we have uh, a week off in January, uh-huh. and some of the shows are off a week in mm-hmm. August. But generally we're open every day there's something going on whether or not we're doing shows every day but sure. like this week we finally start back with shows on thursday uh-huh. and comedy jamboree this is a fun mm-hmm. time of year where we actually do the 2016 show but we're rehearsing the 2017 uh-huh. show at the same time sure. so during the morning and into the evening we're rehearsing mm-hmm. and then we mm-hmm. do at three o'clock the 2016 show in huh. your brain it's got two shows in it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and two introductions. You have all these things that are Different things that subjects. have changed. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of the comedy is that when we feel we're ready, mm-hmm. sometimes we can just do it. Okay. Like That's we'll awesome. just do the new bit. You just start introducing it. Yeah. And start, we'll see, okay, it was the audience. Because especially on bits that we think, okay, are they going to buy this mm-hmm. or this premise or hey, does this joke work? We might throw a new joke in just to try it out, just to see if you know if it's got all the beats worked out or not. Um, Before you head it into the full time. Into the full mm-hmm. time so that we know. And some of that started, I would say, during the Christmas show this last year, there were a few mm-hmm. uh, jokes that we were testing the water mm-hmm. on. Like, I wonder if this will hit. And we have little yeah. moments that we can throw things in. So... Uh, we try that out, and we kind of do that all year. I love it about comedy is we're very fluid. Like mm-hmm. if something's not working, it's out. Right. right. And yeah. you know maybe not right away, but once we have something that we know can fit in its place, we mm-hmm. switch it out. And I know you do that with your set. I'm yeah, sure. I think that uh, uh, that's the thing with you know we were talking about recording albums earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think a joke is ever finished. You know yeah. because uh, you, you you keep tweaking it and adding it or tagging it or, or mm-hmm. figuring out a different way to say it uh, and so when, when we talk about the idea of say recording something for posterity uh, you know it when, when it's recorded it should it's done so to speak because mm-hmm. then the, it's available for the rest of the world to experience in that form and so forth yeah I don't think jokes are ever done mm-hmm. uh, well, I know there's plenty of comedy shows where they either prefer, performed or other comedians are performed and they get off the stage and like you know this would have been a really great tag yeah. uh, you know on a, yeah. to continue that yeah. line of thought and, and even today like I, there's jokes that I use that uh, I've been using for years that I'll say and I say oh that's the first I said it differently in that time and it works like a little bit better you know yeah so, yeah it happens it happens a while we yeah, said we found out there were certain jokes that we had that um, I don't know if you call it a pocket but there's a pocket for me with every joke that mm-hmm. I say no matter if you say something that next pocket they're gonna laugh mm-hmm. like it's a it's a spot for a laugh mm-hmm. yeah and we found out that like we have had jokes that were so well like the beats were there so well that we could almost say anything at this one point 
and they would laugh. Hmm. Awesome. Like, because we have messed that joke up so bad. <laughs> like, we didn't even know what we said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still were laughing to the They're point where you. we thought, well, maybe we should mess it up like that every time. Yeah. Like, uh, that's the beauty of every day is like doing the same set every day. Now, it's they, a little different. Do they record you every day? We're videoed every day. Okay. So there is uh, video and audio. And so if you forgot so what you said, you could potentially We can go, go back, back and, and watch it. And we have done that. And we watch it and How go, many shows do you do a week? Uh, the comedy show is up to six times a week. We yeah, have done wow. seven. Yeah, and I, then I would lose track of watching that many video. We uh, don't. We yeah. try, I try oh, not to go back. And moment. I can't. I can't stand to watch myself (laughs) on video or uh, I don't know how actors do it and I know why some don't go to their premiere or Mm -hmm. if they do go they don't watch it Mm -hmm. like they've done they put that behind them and I do go back and grab really funny guests like when we get those guests up to do whatever it is I do go back and we try to grab those Mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of times on YouTube if you see clips of the show it's usually a lot poorer quality like because we don't know to tell Shauna to hit record digitally we grab them off the DVDs and just rip them Uh so that there's some sort of evidence of this really funny guest or really funny it got sideways and I love it when it gets sideways because then it's kind of fun. But well, then it's unexpected it for everybody. Right. You know, just, yes. And that's and, and you know when the audience knows that you're in on the joke, it's even better. Yeah. yeah. So people like uh, you know my you know I, I don't watch a lot of late night TV, but uh, people always talk about Jimmy Fallon. His his funniest <laughs> moments are when he starts to go off script and yep. laugh and you know and, and it gets him and, and that's uh, people enjoy that because yep. it's in we're sharing a moment as opposed to your telling us cre- telling us a joke and making us laugh and uh, I think so. that's the thing that Jimmy like the reason he is who he is or why mm-hmm. he is is that he creates those moments yep. where they're playing improv games or they're playing drinking games or they're playing something right. that they have to interact with the host and uh, Carson was great about that yeah. he would have these little moments where he would put himself out there with somebody and uh, kind of give you a little sense of him personally and I think Jimmy's just kind of put it yeah. out there and people really respond to that I think so. so I think it's so great That's a, with your I show think, yeah. I think that's really being open minded to who's in your group of the day too it's like okay you get an audience every single day but they're not all the same audience mm. members are coming from many places with their own experiences mm-hmm. and you know every individual whether it be on the stage or in the yeah. audience makes a huge group in the dynamic of what's going to happen oh. that day oh my gosh yeah. we've had audiences that were what we would consider you would probably say cold mm-hmm. like i don't know what your vernacular is mm-hmm. when you're out yeah. there and they yeah, would cold. be they would be cold and you have to get them warmed up but there are certain bits that they go crazy for. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, they really like that one. Well, we got them back. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but we didn't really didn't lose them. They were into it. They just right. weren't as vocal as they sure. we wanted. I always, I always like to say every audience. I mean, they're they're there for a reason. They they want to be entertained. They want to laugh. You know, and so it doesn't. It's it's just a matter of connecting with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and getting them hope to open up. So you've been here for a while, uh, Branson as uh, as on vacations, uh, and then of course decided this is where you want to be, and oh, it's great. you've had this yeah. carved out this interesting career. Uh, another thing I, I'm envious of you for is that you, there are billboards of your face all <laughs> over yeah. the town. Oh, we got comedy jamboree <laughs> everywhere, and I'm sure when we walk out of here, there'll be rat cards uh, yeah. with uh, my face on it. How and, uh, you, know, you know? I always you know you say you talk about the actors. I always think about you know like if if, if my face were 
were plastered all over town and something like that. How that how I would feel about that. How does how do you feel? I I think my kids enjoy it more yeah. than I do. It's great. I love to meet people and I am blessed to be that person that I love to talk and mm-hmm. I love to meet new people and I want to hear about their life. I'm fascinated when I get like a welder up and he travels around and welds and he's like, yeah. why are you talking to me about welding? I want to talk to you about <laughs> Branson, you know, but I'm, so I, I meet new people. Now, if you're not that person, your face everywhere is not a good idea mm-hmm. because when you go to Walmart, it's not a quick trip into Walmart. I bet. Because do especially you on the strip, yeah. you do. Yeah. I do. Now a lot of times, because you are in costume on this, you know, but that makes a difference. And I've lost a weight since. Uh, well, yeah, you, you, look you great. saw I me noticed. starting yeah. to lose mm-hmm. weight, and then since last year when people saw me, like uh, not 16 but 15, mm-hmm. I was 377 pounds, wow. and I've lost 140. So I look yeah. drastically yeah. different yeah. to those. Yeah, two. when we met, we could exchange clothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we still could. We still. I don't know. If is this what? we're doing right here should i put my keys in this bowl is that what is this i don't i'll take all his leftovers is this this what's this what's i'm in the process of losing weight too but it's only been about three days (laughs) it's gonna be uh it's it's hard though and that's another thing is like the discipline that you have to have on the road because I was terrible. You cannot. Uh... <laughs> My our road experience is even even more difficult. Because see a lot of a lot of road comics, uh, the the discipline comes from their financial situation. You know, the road. Uh, yeah, for some people pays pretty well, but for most uh, touring features or you know even or maybe lesser known headliners, they're not you're getting rich on the road, and so they have to you know be as 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 penny pinching as frugal as possible uh my circumstances because we travel more for my speaking gigs than for the comedy the speaking gigs unfortunately they they pay a lot and they buy me dinner and they, <laughs> they yeah. you know they're and so it's like it's hard to say no it's like like i feel like if i don't order a giant steak every night i'm losing money uh, right. you know? <laughs> right. so so that's a mentality that's tough to change you know well, it's okay though. I mean, it's good to to know when somebody else is getting it. That, That's true. You know, enjoy yourself and That's and not worry true. about it because it's uh, life's too short to worry. Too no, much. no, and, I, and that's that's part of my message and actually part of my message in my book if anybody listening to this has not yet picked up my book <laughs> give myself a plug you, you know? got it. absolutely you need to buy that's that right. book so you uh, uh we think branson is a is a really interesting and cool place we do, uh, yeah. I, i'm, I'm what, what what amazes me about this city is that what do you have ten thousand people that live here uh i think right around that something like that right and now. yet there's like this tremendous entertainment industry 50 theaters at one uh, point i think we topped out at 10 million visitors a year and i think right around seven maybe now is what i hear i i don't know the exact numbers Uh, i know we're doing very well for uh who we are and where we are we get a lot of driving traffic where you know vegas is trying to attract people as best they can with uh, entertainment and with gambling and with all this Mm -hmm. stuff and you know they went family friendly Mm -hmm. for a while but i just didn't i don't think uh something we talked about earlier before the interview was staying true to who you are Mm -hmm. like not having these two personalities where you can't be that what happens here stays here kind of mentality and then say oh but bring your kids right right you can't where we just try to be we're branson Mm -hmm. and you can't be 
everything to everybody, but we are who we are. I mean, we have some great restaurants and there's, you know, some bars if that's your mm-hmm. thing, but that's not something we just put out there. Right. Like you can get a drink somewhere, but it's right. really more like a family thing. You come out here, you can bring your grandma or you can bring your kids and you're, there's going to be something for everybody. We got the first, uh, uh, it was a mountain roller coaster. It's mm-hmm. like they installed it recently. We have an indoor climbing and adventure center that yeah. just opened up Fritz's Adventure right down the road from Grand Country. Uh, we've got theaters that have horses right. like Dixie Stampede. Yeah. We've got rock and roll shows like the Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Review. We've got Credence Clearwater mm-hmm. Journey. There's a new Stevie Nicks show that I want to wow. go see at the new Dreams Theater that I want to go see that show because mm-hmm. I got Rod Stewart and Mick Jagger and uh, Stevie it's, Nicks. That's amazing. And yeah. It is. And then uh, there's lots of things like the Toy Museum. We had a great oh, time at the Wax Museum last yes. time. Yeah, so oh, much fun. Yeah. And they have, that, uh, they have that ride my kids want to do where you can shoot, shoot zombies and they have a mirror <laughs> maze yeah. that's supposed to be really and good. And all of this amazing, amazing stuff in a town yeah. with 10,000 people in it. Uh, Surrounded by beautiful mountains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really beneficial to live here, especially if you got kids, because yeah. uh, we usually, there's times of the year that you get discounts, mm-hmm. or uh, because I'm an entertainer, sometimes they want passes to our show, mm-hmm. so their business gives us passes, so we do a kind of a reciprocal with certain businesses, and I love that. My kids nice, do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, know, I know you mentioned some of your people uh, on the off-season will go do cruise ship gigs and things yes. like that, but uh, other than that... Do you find uh, is is the commu- is the entertainment community here seems as from my perspective seems to be very like secular or like you're not uh, like Hollywood people who go to Hollywood you know aren't aren't coming to Branson to to make it or you know or people right. I don't know it seems to be secular maybe not the right word I was uh, thinking different when you said secular I thought of uh, not religious but yeah 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 that's uh, why I, what I was meaning to say is that. Uh, like homegrown, you know, or yeah. kinda, you know uh, like Oh, you really... mean like it's uh, more like nepotism, where we we're gonna hire from within? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a little bit of that because you have a lot of families, like the main family that had the ball knobbers, the Presleys. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is within the family. Even mm-hmm. when they marry, uh, the person they marry, you know, is now part of the Presley family. So they come in, and the people that they marry, like the ball knobbers, are part of the ball knobber show. Uh, we kind of do that, but like mm-hmm. all the people in our show are very, uh, some of them were raised here. Wayne Massengill, our fiddle player, is mm-hmm. raised in Harrison, Arkansas, was part of the Hee Haw and Roy Clark and all that stuff, but he still lives here in Branson. And mm-hmm. Melody Hart is from Arkansas, but grew up playing music here. And so it's not like like people, do people from like say New York or Nashville, or they, they come here looking for work? Some of them it, do, yeah. uh, especially at Silver Dollar City. Some of the productions out there are fantastic. I mean, they, I would put them up against almost any Broadway production, uh, the shows that they do out there. Mm-hmm. And I've got uh, acquaintances that have moved in from New Jersey and New York that had did mm-hmm. did Broadway work but got a gig doing a couple of months right. for the Christmas season at Silver Dollar City and are hoping to stay year round. Yeah. So you can go that route, but just as many 
mm-hmm. try to go to New York from here and try to go. <laughs> yeah, I want to get. I, wanna... I, I I developed myself in Branson, and now I'm going to go see how you know if I can get on Broadway. See, or... and I've thought about that too. I mean, I would love to have an audition to go mm-hmm. on TV, and not a starring role. I mean, I just think it'd be great to be a cadaver on CSI. I just think that would be fantastic. <laughs> they poke at you. My mom. Right. Oh they my gosh. They, that's all they watch. Uh, oh, retired, law and order. Retire, apparently, retired people. That's all they watch. The if, CSI. If I could turn on the TV and hear dong dong, yeah. and then there's Applejack, and they're going, yeah. and they're like, he didn't do so well, or you know, like, I mean, that would be fun. I think that would be me. Yeah, it would be yeah. great to have a speaking role, but I've told my daughters that there are no, you know, as we've all grown up learning, there are no small roles. Yeah. So you just get out there and you you get the work and enjoy what you do because nobody right. else is gonna make it fun for you but you be the pun you be the person that makes it fun for everybody mm-hmm. else and then they will keep hiring you because right. they go like i like to be around that person what i am uh what i really think is is great about this area is that there really is uh a viable and a living uh and successful entertainment industry outside of new york and la mm-hmm. and vegas you know and you guys, right. you guys have some really great stuff here, and 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 it's high quality, super mm-hmm. quality stuff. Uh, you know, say there's there are little pockets of uh, entertainment uh, in the United States that that maybe don't get as much as attention, but probably really deserve to. You know, Pigeon Forge comes to mind. Yeah. Another, you know, some we saw one, probably one of the best shows I've ever seen was in Pigeon Forge. You know, it, uh, it's just that. Uh, so I, I, I think I, I really like this place. I like what you guys do, uh, and uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe we can encourage more people to come out here. <laughs> I hope yeah. So. so. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them to come out. They check out uh, GrandCountry.com and then message uh, me, Shannon Thomason, on Facebook mm-hmm. or Applejack Branson, which is my alter <laughs> ego. Don't ever do that. Don't ever create <laughs> another thing that is you. Just be yourself oh, on Facebook. Didn't we talk about that? Yeah. Don't be, try to be two things. So anyway, if they they want to message me if they need more information I'd love to talk to somebody yeah. and then uh, you as well I want you to not be a stranger and please right. we, make it a stop we, 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 we have decided that I think anytime we're near Branson we're going to come to Branson by. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, on this particular road trip you know it just it just happened to be sort of a well we um, could have gone through Seattle but we, we could have we could have gone a different route but it was uh, you know this is more fun uh, I think <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Right. but uh, well any, uh, Sarah would you like to give some closing thoughts well, it's been fun, and next time we'll see you on the road again. You are so lovely, the way you say that. <laughs> She's very lovely. You're lovely, Sarah. Now, folks, thank you so much. This is our, our, our guest today, Shannon Thomason. Thank you very much for joining us. Check him out, folks, uh, on online, on the Facebook. Uh, and, of course, uh, when you come to Branson, and I do recommend that you come to Branson, uh, Comedy Jamboree is his show. There's a wealth of other things, the entertainment opportunities here. Uh, it really is a fantastic place to come visit. And uh, this has been On the Road with Dr. Brian King. Thank you very much.